Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 582. See Tempe reel backward. Nose broken and gushing blood. But Tam was the one who staggered backward, howling and clutching at his face, blood spurting from beneath his hands. Tempe stepped forward, got his hand on the back of the big man's neck, and spun him effortlessly into the ground, where he landed in a messy tangle of arms and legs. Without a hint of hesitation, Tempe turned and kicked the blonde woman squarely in the hip, making her stagger. While she was reeling, Tempe punched her sharply in the side of the head, and she folded bonelessly to the ground. That's when the bald man stepped in, arms spread like a wrestler. Quick as a snake, he got one hand on Tempe's shoulder and the other on his neck. I honestly can't say what happened next. There was a flurry of movement, and Tempe was left gripping the man's wrist and shoulder. The bald man snarled and struggled. But Tempe simply twisted the man's arm until he was bent over, staring at the floor. Then Tempe kicked the man's legs out from under him, sending him tumbling to the ground. All in less time than it takes to tell it. If I hadn't been so stunned, I would have burst into applause. Tam and the woman lay with the dead stillness of those deeply unconscious. But the bald man snarled something and began to make his way unsteadily back to his feet. Tempe stepped close, struck him in the head with casual precision, then watched the man slump limply to the ground. It was, as I thought idly, the most polite punch I'd ever seen. It was the careful blow of a skilled carpenter pounding a nail hard enough to drive it fully home, but not so hard as to bruise the wood around it. The room was very quiet in the aftermath. Then the tall man, who had refused to fight, raised his mug in salute, spilling a little. Good on you, he said loudly to Tempe, laughing. Nobody will think less of you if you show Tam a bit of your boot while he's down there. Lord knows he's done it enough in his day. Tempe looked down as if considering it, then shook his head and walked quietly back to our table. All eyes were still watching him, but the looks weren't nearly as dark as before. Tempe came back to the table. Did you watch my back? I looked up at him blankly, then nodded. What did you see? Only then did I understand what he really meant. Your back was very straight. Approval. Your back is not straight. He held up a flat hand tilted to one side. That is why you stumble in the Ketan. It is... Looking down, he ended the page! Oh, dang. I'm Nick. I'm Jordana. I'm Jeremy. What a satisfying little fight scene. It's like eating a small breakfast. It is, and it's very uh, telling about character. We learn a lot about Tempe from this. We learn his attitudes towards fighting and, he, you know, something of his attitudes towards, shall we say, gender parity. I think that we are meant to kind of be surprised that he doesn't hesitate about uh, punching the woman in the face. Uh, and, you know, we obviously know that's because 
he understands women to be uh, superior fighters, essentially, um, but also that he his style is like no nonsense. He doesn't mess around. He doesn't showboat. He's very practical and surgical almost. He's also like, I, I think it's clear from the way this is described that he's trying not to hurt them, like to not do permanent damage. He's disarming them, obviously. He's ending the fight and he's knocking them unconscious, but it seems to me that he's not going overboard and he's never not in control. It's cool. It's great. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely, there's a waste, not want, not quality to his fighting style. Yes. It's efficient, right? It's efficient and it's non-lethal, but he's also precise enough to make sure that they all end up in no position to start any more trouble, right? They're all like unconscious, but they're not dead. Yeah. It reminds me of the one thing I liked about Zack Snyder's Watchmen. Uh, and it's that the people who are like fighters fight like it's their job, which I, I remember liking when I watched it. Mm. Yes. Tempe certainly takes his fighting uh, very career based and not very like emotionally led. Cause we've, we talked before about how this is in many ways, kind of a, a staple scene of the fantasy genre and of action films where we get to see the guy who's really good at fighting, like, take down a bunch of thugs in a bar to show us what a good fighter he is. And oftentimes that character enjoys it as they do it. And it's often very showy. Yeah. And I mean, this is showy, but it's showy in an understated way, if that makes sense. Like it's showy because it's so efficient, but the guy who didn't join in his friends, who was like, I'm not getting involved in this. I know what he can do. He's like, you should, you know, kick Tamwellies down if you want to. No one would blame you. He sucks. And Tempe thinks <laughs> about it for a minute. He's like, nah, that's okay. Yeah, he's not interested in wasting his effort. Well, and he's not interested in, like, hurting the guy any more than he has to. Yeah. It, it serves no good purpose, and he recognizes that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think Tempe will talk about this a little bit later, but it's, like, good advertisement for the Adam to be seen behaving this way, to be behaving, like, you know... I, I I don't think I don't get the sense that he's like acting particularly honorably. Like he's certainly not making a big show about like being an honorable foe. He's certainly acting like a professional um, and he's, he's not, there's nothing personal about it. And I think that this is the, of the Lathani it's right action because it's like good PR for the Adam. Everyone gets to see one mercenary thrash three or four and go back to his drink. Like nothing happened. And also, of course, we get the the neat little reversal uh, from the previous page when Tempe tells Cloth to watch his back and Cloth thinks he means, like, be prepared to back me up. What he actually means is literally, watch my back while I'm fighting because I'm going to demonstrate something that you're doing wrong, that I'm doing right. Yeah. But it takes Cloth a minute. <laughs> but also, how embarrassing for Cloth would it have been if he was not literally watching Tempe's back? Like, Quoth is lucky that he was paying enough attention to notice that Tempe's back was very straight. Because mm. he didn't even think that Tempe was asking him to ask his ba- to watch his back. I don't know how embarrassing that would be for Quoth necessarily, because I think that Tempe would just, in that case, realize, oh, there's an idiom in your language that isn't in mine, that where, where watch my back means something different than what I said. I think that Jordana's right, though, because there is some embarrassment that Quoth thought he was being asked to, like, back him up in the fight mm-hmm. um, when that was not at all what was being asked. And I think that he's a little embarrassed because, like, that's why he took out the knife, basically, because he was, like, ready to jump in and help Tempe, uh, presumably because he thought Tempe asked him for it. But actually, Tempe was just, like, trying to demonstrate something to him. He didn't need him at all. Yes, Tempe did not need Quoth's help, and he did not even think yeah. to ask Quoth for it. 
You would only get in my way. Maybe he's a little embarrassed. He's a little, yeah. It's maybe he's a little embarrassed by thinking, like, because he thought he would, he would be useful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's kind of good. What I've all I've got on this page. Yeah, it was kind of a quick page, mm-hmm. although very. With all action sequences in this book, mm-hmm. it, they uh, they go by pretty fast. I'm just gonna pull out a a letter here. This is Bye-bye. from Desert Dry or DD, who writes on episodes of the page five five six. Tempe finds the story of the boy with the gold screw funny, not because it is super cultural, but because of a plain, though unexpected, cultural connection. A few episodes prior, you had been mentioning the differences and difficulties between two languages and cultures that come with them. I think the concept behind the story is of the Lathani, and so Tempe is well familiar with handling the slippery corners of its message. Tempe's laughter is a sign of respect given to an unexpected source, quoth the barbarian. One could argue that Tempe's understanding of a Turin takes a major leap forward after Quoth tells his story. The story bridges a gap of respect between a Turin and Adem cultural philosophies. Tempe's laughter is significant because he is finding humor, not from the language and cultural perspective of the Adem, but from the plain and muted language and cultural perspective of a Turin. He's thinking in a Turin now instead of his native language, at least for the purposes of understanding the subtleties of the meaning between the words. Also, Jordana, you're smart. It is about the journey. Thank you. It's important that you are what you are, where you are, when you are. It's important that you voice your opinion so. Thank you for sharing speech. Signed, D.D. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I think that's an interesting idea, but I don't think there's any evidence so far to, su- to, to suggest in what way that story is related to the Lathani. So that's the only thing that makes me uh, give that idea side eye, because that's a good idea, and that would make a lot of sense, like why Tempe is kind of surprised and delighted by it. But I don't think there's any textual evidence to suggest that it is related to the Lathani. Although it gives us an opportunity to maybe look for that evidence later. Definitely. And I think we should. I think it's it's like um, not literally related, but it's philosophically related because the Lathani is all about like right action, correct action. Uh, it's like a little bit Zen in that way, sort of like going with the flow or understanding cause and effect and like how to put the most good into the world. And so you could read it as, as being related to the Lathani because it's not about like a great complex meaning. It's not like there's a great puzzle to be unraveled. It's very simply like one thing happens, another thing happens. The screw was holding his butt on. That's all that it was. Um, but I think Jordana has the right of it. I think we should keep an eye out and see. I think that another piece of evidence potentially is that Tempe gets ever warmer to Quoth after that story is told. They were already starting to warm up, but uh, as we're about to get to on the next page, he's about to actually start teaching him about the Lathani, and they're just generally even friendlier after that story is told. I'm not saying that it's a one-to-one cause and effect, Jeremy. I hear you getting steamed, but uh, <laughs> I do think that it's... It's part of the process they've been going through where Quoth has been, and Quoth and Tempe have been warming up to each other. So I, I think it's, I definitely think it's related, maybe not to the Lothani, but it's it's significant in that their relationship is progressing and their understanding of of each other. They're starting to share experiences and, and things they think are funny. So uh, it's all good. And we'll be all good on tomorrow's page. Uh, the way. way.